What about budget? Are there certain cake styles that are more budget friendly than others? Absolutely. So again, you can choose a style and you can choose a baker. As a general rule, your buttercream covered cakes or your buttercream decorated cakes are going to be your most cost effective option. It's not to say that they are the cheapest option because of course, depending on the decorations that you add and how big your cake is, is going to determine your final price. But as a general rule, buttercream covered cakes are going to save you a bit of money. Unbridely is a community of pro-wedding vendors who believe in freedom and integrity in weddings, giving you options, solutions, tips and tricks to create the experience and memories that you and your fiancé really want and deserve. Because we believe that weddings are a team sport. With how-tos, stories and interviews with recently married couples, we find out what went right and what they'd change if they could go back and do it all over again. I'm Camille and welcome to the Unbridly podcast. Did you know there are summer wedding cakes and winter wedding cakes? As in, different flavours, fillings and frostings that are better suited to warmer days versus those that might be better suited to cooler days. And how the length of time you want your cake to be on display, the available refrigerated storage options and air conditioning at your venue, plus the expertise of your cake baker all play a part in working out how much you're going to pay for the cake you really want. Today I'm chatting with Teresa of multi-award winning Lion's Den Cakes to help you work out the most cost-effective way to get the style of wedding cake you love and make sure it looks amazing and still tastes incredible by the time you and your guests get to tuck into it. Make sure you listen for Teresa's, and I quote, dirty little cake secret, how to take care of your guests that have dietary needs and learn about the compromises you might need to make and the things to look out for if you choose a cake baker that doesn't have a lot of experience. Let's get stuck into it. Hi, and thanks for being on the Unbridly podcast. Hey, Camille. Let's talk cake. Before we get into the nitty gritty, tell us a little bit about Lion's Den Cakes. Where did you come from? What do you do? Yeah, cool. My origin story, I've always been a foodie. I've always been cooking. And then I just started dabbling in making cakes for friends as you do. And it grew from there. So we started off at home, had a little home studio. We renovated to make it commercial but we hid it in ways that I could also just have a very beautiful home kitchen if I decided to not go ahead. But we are here now and we've grown into a studio with a lovely team that we are now very happy to help couples build and create these magical moments and these cakes. I'm very artistic. I love solutions. I love doing things that are a little bit outside the box. And I think my passion has just grown a lot of couples don't realise how the different season that they get married in can affect the taste, the availability, the quality of their cake. So can mm. you tell us a little bit about how the season you get married in affects the choice of your wedding cake? Yeah, absolutely. It also affects the baker that you choose. So I'll get into that in a second. But if you're deciding to have a winter autumn wedding, 
then it does open up a lot of choices for you because we don't have to worry about heat. We don't have to worry about the complications around cakes perhaps melting or becoming unstable or storage areas. So the three different coverings that you can have on your cake, you've got buttercream, which is all that yummy frosting that most people do. You also have fondant, which is that hard rolled sugar, which is very pretty, but most people don't like eating. But then there's something else that a lot of people might not be aware of. There's chocolate ganache. Chocolate ganache is the layer that goes underneath fondant. It's also used as a filling. It's basically chocolate, but can be colored and can also be decorated as well. That has a higher melting point, so it's always best to be used when potentially your decoration or heat doesn't allow you to have buttercream and you don't like the taste of fondant. You can have all three and not have to worry about too many different things. But the really great thing about winter and autumn is that it opens up all these different flavors and you can have a much moodier and really exciting colors that wouldn't normally be associated with a spring summer wedding. You can do your deep rich burgundies and your blues and your navies, your black cakes. You can still do your whites and your creams and your ivories, but it opens up so many different options for you to really have that themed wedding. Spring, summer, you do need to worry about the weather. So even though in winter there is rain, there is generally an inside option for most people. In summer, you do have the inside option as well, but we're really limited to what air conditioning you've got. Buttercreams do tend to melt quite quickly, unfortunately. So generally your cakes are only out on display for about half an hour. So you do need to keep that in mind. Chocolate ganache will eventually melt, but it will give you a little bit more time so you can have those nice pictures and you don't have to feel rushed. Fondant, as much as people don't like the taste of fondant, and it does attract a little bit more of a cost, it does open up the option to be able to have your cake out and display. It also opens up the options to be able to have more time with your cake and your photographer, as well as storage options too. As much as spring summer weddings, do have those restrictions around your buttercream and your fondants and ganache, it does open up to a lot more fresher flavors. So your berries, your lemon, all of those really yummy, juicy flavors that you could have that you wouldn't normally choose in your winter autumn seasons. When going back to choosing your baker, some bakers only specialize in a specific style. Your baker may only specialize in buttercream. So you need to keep that in mind when you're choosing your baker, as well as choosing the different type of cake that you're going to go for as well. So you also want to research them and make sure that they're going to be able to provide you with the cake that you want for the season that you want. It's always good to have a look at what they're doing and what they specialize in. That's going to help you pick the right type of cake for your season. That's awesome, Teresa. There are so many points there that I didn't really think about. But let's go back to you were saying that no one likes the taste of fondant. Do you know what? I'm that person. I should have said that there are a couple of people that do like the taste of fondant. (laughs) And I don't judge. I really don't. Okay. Sugar is sugar. (laughs) What I love is like way back in the olden days, because I'm ancient, the wedding cakes of the time, a lot were really square and they had square, maybe a couple of layers. And I would fight for that corner bit. Because it's overlapped. <laughs> it's got the and most. It's slightly thicker. Oh, mama. 
I love the look of fondant. I love the way that it works. I personally don't like eating it, but I will say this, that if I do get a spoonful of fondant, I will eat it because it's normally got a whole heap of chocolate attached to that. (laughs) Oh, you're a girl after my own heart. Chocolate, chocolate. Okay. (laughs) So we've got a bit of an overview about the seasons and how that might affect your choice depending on, yeah, what flavours you like, frostings or icing that Mm. you want. But what about budget? Are there certain cake styles that are more budget friendly than others? Absolutely. So again, you can choose a style. And you can choose a baker. As a general rule, your buttercream covered cakes or your buttercream decorated cakes are going to be your most cost effective option. It's not to say that they are the cheapest option because, of course, depending on the decorations that you add and how big your cake is, is going to determine your final price. But as a general rule, buttercream covered cakes are going to save you a bit of money. The next step is going to be your chocolate ganache. And the reason why it goes up in price is generally because there's extra ingredients. And of course, there is extra skill that the baker needs to have, which might mean an extra year or an extra six months or even a couple of years practice before they can get that right. The next step is going to be a fondant. Now, the reason why this is generally at the more expensive end is because, again, you've got even more ingredients on top of that. So you've got your buttercream layer, you've got your chocolate ganache layer, and then you have your fondant on top of that. Fondant also requires sometimes some specialized tools. It does require a lot more training and the added cost of the ingredients. So keeping that in mind will help determine which sort of cake might suit you. But again, it might come down to the baker. If you had a sweary, chocolate-addicted, wine-sipping fairy godmother who could help you with your wedding planning, what would you wish for? Perhaps no more waking up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, wondering what you've forgotten, or fretting about your RSVPs. Maybe no more spreadsheets or post-it notes or endless to-do lists. Well, I can help you with all of that. Websites is an Australian wedding website builder, guest management software, and wedding project planner all in one. Why is this such a game changer for you? Well, imagine everything to do with your wedding being in one place, updated in real time in the cloud, shareable to anyone else that's helping you, password protected for your guests with notifications to tell you what needs to be done next and by when. It's amazing, right? I love how easy websites is to set up and use and how there are no ads on the platform yelling at you to spend more money on your wedding. To get started on your very own free wedding website, just head to websites.com. That's W-E-D-S-I-T-E-S dot com and enter the code unbridly pod that's unbridly pod to get 10% off their paid planning tools the link is in the show notes there are ways to be able to bring your budget down depending on what your choice is so for example you might love the taste of fondant and you might love the look that it gives you and the decorative options that it gives you, but you don't have a really big budget. So first of all, you want to chat to the baker that you love, the one that you've been following, the one that 
does all the styles that you like, that is on point. Speak to them first and ask them if there's any way that they can create the style that you like within your budget. They might offer you a couple of solutions. They might not. And that's completely fine. The next step is maybe going to other bakers that might be starting out or they might want to try something different and they may offer you a discount for trying something different or using you as a bit of a practice. But there is a disclaimer in there that if you do go with a baker that maybe doesn't have as much experience and will offer you a discount, you will need to compromise. Now, that compromise might be service, the compromise might be quality, the compromise might be decorative elements, or the compromise might be that they just don't have as much experience dealing with this particular brand, this particular wedding, or this particular venue. So there might be a bit more work on your end and a bit more compromise. But that's a great way of saving some money or getting within your budget to be able to get the cake that you really love. In most cases, your favorite baker or the baker that you're really wanting can work with you to give you options. They might suggest, how about we do it in a ganache or a buttercream? They might offer lots of different options, including minimizing some of the decorations to get within your budget. Or how about we just make your cake a little bit smaller and give you what's called kitchen cake or kitchen slab. So kitchen slab, you're like, what's that? Yeah, that's a really cool concept. Kitchen slab or kitchen cake is an additional cake that is just covered with buttercream and is given to your kitchen to cut up for your guests. Now, this particular cake doesn't have a size. It is determined on the amount of guests that you have. So for example, if you have 100 guests, then they will make enough kitchen cake or kitchen slab to serve 100 guests. Now, it may not look pretty because it's just covered in basic buttercream, but it's damn tasty and you can save yourself a bit of money. So instead of having a ginormous display cake, you can have some kitchen slab instead or a bit of both. You can have a smaller display cake where most of your budget is going into because, of course, that's the part that looks really pretty. And then, of course, you can have some kitchen slab out the back in the kitchen at the end of the day, when both cakes are cut up, it looks exactly the same on your plate. So nobody's going to know. It's our dirty little cake secret. I love that. And so I'm guessing when you've got, and we all have them, our family and friends who have very specific and important dietary needs. Yes. So everything from nut allergies to gluten-free, I'm guessing this sneaky little kitchen slab secret could come into play. First of all, before you go ahead and just order a cake for dietary requirements, you want to check with your baker if they can provide those. So you ah. want to check if they they can do gluten-free, they can do dairy-free, or they can do vegan, because not all bakers can. You also want to check those dietary requirements with your guests. So some guests, for example, gluten-free, some guests are gluten intolerant, and some guests are celiac. So you want to double check that and let your baker know. For example, we are not an allergen-free bakery. So even though we use separate ovens, we use separate utensils, there is still gluten in the air, which could potentially harm somebody that is celiac. And we don't want that. We don't want your guests having a horrible night, which means that you'll have a horrible night. We want everybody to be happy. 
depending on the dietary requirements and the allergens, if someone is very anaphylactic, then you want to make sure that you go to a specialized baker that can provide that product. But here's a sneaky little tip too. I would always go back to your venue first and ask if they have options because generally they have dealt with a lot of allergens in the past and sometimes they'll be able to include it for you at either no charge or little charge depending on the package that you've chosen. And that might alleviate any messing around, running around to bakers, finding new suppliers when your venue could do it for you. That is a mind-blowing and brilliant solution because, of course, they have to quarantine certain parts of the kitchen already, don't they? And they've probably come across it once or twice. If they can't provide an option, that's fine, but at least you've checked first. That's brilliant. You were mentioning that some of the lighter, fruitier flavours, sometimes (sighs) they just sit better in summer. My mouth is drooling already. So yes, a lot of the berry, lemon, the zesty flavours, they're very fresh. So even though it is a dessert and it is quite sweet, you can choose, for example, a lemon curd-based cake or a berry-based cake, which will help cut through all of that greasiness that you've been eating in your main meal. It also means that it's a lot lighter. So your sponges and your your vanillas and those sorts of cakes – that are a lot lighter on the stomach and won't make you feel like you want to go to sleep at the end of the evening as well. So then on the flip side of that, for our engaged couples who are having winter weddings, you were talking about Mm. richer colours and vibes like that. What sort of flavours do you feel goes down better in winter? So now all of these flavours you can have all year round. We don't discriminate against flavours. But in winter, we do see a lot more of the richer flavours like your deep chocolate muds and your black forest, your sticky dates, your red velvets, the spiced flavours. For all of those couples out there that don't have to worry about nut allergies, we have a beautiful pistachio and spiced cake, which is rich with a lot of warm spices or apple crumble flavours. They're really great because in In your winter weddings, you might be served just some warm custard on the side or something like that, which really goes well with those deeper, more luscious flavours. Love it. Thank you so much for all of your expertise and tips and dirty little secrets. Love it. Just to finish up today, I'd love to know, what would you say to someone who feels super confused about choosing the right wedding cake for them? A lot of couples don't have a clear idea of what they're after. So we do ask some very basic questions, how many people, just to give them a rough estimate first. Then we start to ask them, you know, what they like. Do they like lace? Do they like flowers? And we start asking a lot of these qualifying questions just to guide them into a style that might suit them. The initial conversation of making sure that we fit within your budget or your budget range is the most important part. Get it booked in and then we can always work out the design later. If you choose a baker that you really vibe with and somebody who you can really trust, you love their work and it's the style that you want your design in, then you can sit pretty. You can sit back and have that glass of wine and go, I'm covered. I'm good. The flip side of that is if your favourite baker is booked out or they can't do the particular style that you're after and you do need to go elsewhere, 
then the compromise is that you may need to do some extra work. So if you are looking on a budget, you may need to go to somebody who is starting out or somebody who may not have done that design before and you do have to compromise. Just be aware that there is a lot more footwork that you'll need to do. So you'll need to make sure that they have council approval. You'll need to make sure that they have all of the service. They've worked with particular vendors before. You know, you may just have to follow them up and make sure that they're on top of it as much as you are as well. Brilliant advice, Teresa. If engaged couples are looking for a fantastic, creative cake baker that is brilliantly communicative like you are, um, where can engaged couples find you? You can contact us on Instagram at Lion's Den Cakes. Now I'll spell that for you. It's L-Y-O-N-S-D-E-N-C-A-K-E-S. Thank you so much, Teresa. I hope to catch up real soon. No problems. Always a pleasure chatting. Bye. Bye. That about wraps it up for this episode of the Umbradley podcast. For the links and resources we mentioned, please head to the show notes. And if you love the show, please review and subscribe on the podcast platform you're on now so you don't miss out on a single episode. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, weddings are a team sport. Catch you soon.